What's going on, y'all? Zach Hennison here, and I have the pleasure of having Jen Meehan on the line. Jen, how are you doing today? I'm great. How are you? I am doing fantastic, you know? Uh, feeling even a little bit better now that we have some potential, um, you know, maybe Nashville plans in the works, maybe for the distant, hopefully not too distant future. I am very excited about that. You know, I'll, I'll <laughs> be down to Nashville in a heartbeat. I promise you that. <laughs> right on. We will always be happy to have you. Thank uh, you. So, so Jen, you, you know, probably most people who follow me probably know who you are. You're a fantastic strength coach. You're a pillar in the kettlebell uh, community, you know, for lack of a better term. Um, and I had the pleasure of uh, assisting with you as, as an assistant instructor several years ago, uh, where I think you made your uh, team leader debut. I did, yes. <laughs> and that was so much fun. That was so much it was, fun. It was such, it was actually, um, I did a post about that yesterday because I was reminiscing on just, it was 2018 actually that we had uh, done that. And I was reminiscing on, I had my bag of uh, tricks uh, yes. that I was moving around downstairs and I'm like, oh my gosh, this was like the, you know, such a fun weekend. And uh, it was really cool to um, teach kind of out of the box that weekend. Um, so, uh, and, 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 you know, it just, it felt natural. So it was great. Yeah. Yes. Quite literally teaching out of the box. Right, right. Box of props. <laughs> yes. So, exactly. so yeah, I mean, speaking along those lines, you obviously bring a very unique touch to like the coaching realm, to the, to the strength realm. Um, and that is thanks in no small part to your backgrounds your your profession as a as a teacher yourself so maybe give us a little bit of the origin story on Jen Meehan maybe before all of the, <laughs> the, the amazing uh, feats of strength there back in the day sure so uh, let's see uh, so I way back um, I kind of start this way is um, so I ran in high school and college so I ran uh, Virginia Commonwealth University Division one so uh, got a scholarship there and uh, entered into the five-year master program undergrad in psychology master's in education uh, so received my master's degree while um, also uh, juggling um, a co being a collegiate athlete which uh, I think was a huge piece of, you know, what drives, you know, I'm obviously driven. And um, so that was a really um, awesome experience to balance both worlds. Um, and I learned a lot uh, doing that. Uh, and it's carried over into many parts of my life. Um, and after college, I uh, went into the teaching world as a fourth grade teacher, which I taught for many years. And uh, obviously, uh, love teaching uh, not only kids, but now adults and all <laughs> in between. And I always, I, I always call it was like, put on a show. Uh, you know, you don't want to just be up there and writing on the board and uh, looking at the teacher's manual because it's kind of like, you know, how you go through. I remember going through my first personal training certificate. It was all in the book, but what I learned in the book <laughs> really, uh, you know, kind of didn't 
it just didn't work as you started coaching, you know? Of course. Uh, yes, yes. So, uh, so I, ha I had to meet the needs of all learners uh, in my classroom. And I think that has set the stage for me now as I coach um, because it is not a one size fits all approach. Mm -hmm. um, and so I really try to find different ways, whether it's props, um, music, <laughs> um, and so on and so on, uh, you know, rhymes, anything to kind of just get the basics across to people. And hopefully it sticks. It's, you know, you know, take it or leave it. And, um, and uh, that's how I kind of roll. And I always tell people, I say, all my kids who are in this incredible, they are uh, my, I call them my kids. Now they're adults and having babies. Um, they still come back to me and, you know, they're like, oh, Mrs. Mrs. I was Murphy at the time, Miss Murphy. I remember, I remember eight times seven is 56 because we used to sing it, you know, sing all these tunes. Um, so I, you know, obviously you've used it back then. And even just yesterday, somebody said, hey, I still remember dancing on the ceiling from a certification that you taught. So yes, yes. Yeah, all this spans from, you know, my teaching days to now. And uh, I'm just going with it. Uh, I used mm -hmm. to kind of be nervous about teaching that way to adults. And but you know what? it's 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 working well so i'm gonna stick to it <laughs> yeah i mean the the human brain is a human brain uh, right. at, at the end of the day so whatever sticks is whatever works exactly and i i think that these skills cannot be uh overemphasized when it comes to being a coach being a trainer and we kind of all know the you know kind of the lame stereotypical example of somebody who comes out of, let's say, an exercise science background, or, you know, they've, they've got their nose in a kinesiology textbook, and they think that, you know, as a trainer, their job is to take the book mm -hmm. and then just spit it out to their clients. Right. And A, that doesn't work. Uh, B, you're kind of doing like yourself and your clientele a disservice. So this you know, for lack of a better term, these people skills of just meeting people where they're at mm -hmm. and helping people take the very next step that is applicable to them is really what it's all about. Right. And being a, let's see, ninth grade, is that middle school, elementary school? Um, so fourth grade, uh, elementary, ninth grade. Fourth grade. Yeah, fourth grade, yeah. I was thinking nine years old. <laughs> hey, you got it. <laughs> in, in my mind, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're all nine years old at heart, so. <laughs> Basically. Oh, so that, yeah, so that's elementary school, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, so you basically, I feel, in my opinion, you had like the best background to go into coaching because, you know, you had, you know, eight to 10 hours of practice every single day with these kids of like, how can I massage the information to get it to stick? to make sure everybody's having fun. Yes. Keep everything moving, keep the entire class training in the right direction. And these are the real skills that are most valuable in any sort of teaching environment, learning environment, 
And certainly training is a learning environment at, at the end of the day. Yes, you're right. You're right. And, um, you know, it is, uh, it also, I, I feel like it too, it creates a little bit, you know, anytime that anybody is at a certification, everyone is so, you know, just nervous and uptight and, you know, you're wigged like, out. Yeah. Yeah. Like freaked out <laughs> and can't breathe. And it's like, let's just add a little fun to it. I mean, we're all still learning, but let's have some fun with it a little bit. Um, you know, and just kind of like get everybody on the same, a same playing field. So the level, so, um, because not only, you know, I'm teaching, but I'm also learning from everybody else. So it's not, you know, I, you know, it's a two way street. So, um, mm-hmm. that's how I feel. Um, when I'm up there, I said, you know, I'm learning from the audience or, you know, I'm always a student. So, um, even though you, you know, teaching, but you're, I'm still learning from everybody that surrounds me. So it's great. Right. I really, I do miss the in-person um, teaching for sure and hope to get to that soon again. And, um, but, you know, I, you know, I've been, every time I walk into, you know, I laugh, I was at the party store, party city, picking up balloons last week for my daughter's birthday. And it, it's, I look at these little things on the shelves and how they can relate to a movement that I'm, mm-hmm. that I can, I got picking that up to put in my bag because it'll relate. So that's how my brain works. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like, you know, like it just, it's, it's just a, it's just a way that I, you know, it's, it's always there, the teaching and how can something like a slinky help somebody learn, um, you know, a link in like connecting the body. So mm-hmm. I have that coming out soon. <laughs> Uh, awesome. Yeah. And uh, again, especially if you want to make a real impact on people's lives, you know, it's one thing to be a coach to someone who's a natural athlete, a natural mover, someone who can just take whatever you want to throw at them, you know, in the training context. And that's great. And we also kind of have to recognize that, you know, as trainers, most of us are training general population people who probably don't have a lot of practice at, you know, body awareness, you know, proprioception is probably a little off. Everybody's got some sort of movement issue, asymmetry, tightness, all this stuff. So the more that, the more we can kind of uh, create shortcuts for our clients. Right the the better just to kind of get them you know again moving in the right direction because again yeah. i think we've we've all seen maybe clients who have come from other trainers who have been quote unquote working out maybe maybe for months maybe for years mm-hmm. and so many basic movement concepts just haven't clicked for them that with just a little extra effort on the part of the coach you, we, we could remedy that no problem. So yeah, for sure, I would, I would say it's going above and beyond to, to make that connection, but really that's, that's like the foundation of, of what we're here to do. And, you know, again, your, your approach with, you know, props and, and meeting different learners with their own styles really should be the, the fundamental thing that we learn and adopt as coaches before, you know, 
a million exercises and drills and, and all yeah. these other things. Yeah, agree, agree. And, um, you know, it, you know, it does take time and trial and error and all that, but definitely agree that, uh, sometimes just making it simple, um, you know, really clicks with people. I don't, you know, cause I've, I've tried, I've definitely tried the really, I call it my, you know, the smart approach, <laughs> the big words, <laughs> which are great. It just depends on who you're, who you're talking with. Um, right. so, you know, if I'm, you know, talking with another coach who really under, yes, we both understand, I call them the big words, then great. But if I'm, you know, training, um, somebody brand new who could care less about where, where, what their lat is or where it is. And, you know, so you have to do a little bit of creative, uh, creative, work creatively with those people because, um, they will just tune you out and move on. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, so just finding, you know, you kind of, you, you kind of figure it out and it just takes a while to, uh, see and how people learn too. So some, you know, I have, I have one client who wants, to, wants all those, fancy words. And so we use them. Uh, I have sure. one take, no, no, I, yeah, no idea. Just tell me, you know, squeeze my armpit and like, you got it, you know? So, <laughs> so, you know, um, time and a place, right. Time and a place. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. So Jen, how did you go from teaching multiplication tables <laughs> to kettlebells and pull-ups? I know. Right. It seems so like, different. So I, uh, you know, obviously a teacher, I always tell people, you know, teachers make a huge amount of money. <laughs> I've heard. I wish. Uh, so, and so you retired, you yes, out, retired. retired. So this is my job at a retirement. Uh, anyway, so I, you know, was always thinking, I said, you know, I, you know, be nice to make a little extra money. And I was always interested in, you know, obviously, um, um, physical fitness and all that being, you know, had been a runner and, and, uh, all that. So I said, you know, I'll, I'll go and get my personal training certificate. So did that and started working in a gym and, uh, you know, enjoyed it, you know, worked, you know, basically out of the book and learned the machines, uh, (laughs) not that there's anything wrong with it. Uh, but I was, you know, okay, let's follow, follow the manual as is. And, uh, then ended up, so I had, so I had that and just kind of had that as another little part-time job and then got married, had my first child and, um, and, you know, uh, was still running, uh, still, uh, I was working part-time, um, in education and, uh, also still working, uh, at the, uh, gym and I was, training for a marathon, uh, and ignoring all the things that you should, um, uh, do like, you know, work on, you know, your, uh, stability core, all that, and just running. So I was running and, uh, you know, I should have known better. I had, um, pain in my hip and then it went to the back and would wake up in the morning and be like, gosh, I, you know, I can really, my, my legs are, my leg is pins and needles. Right. <laughs> but I had to run because I was going to run that marathon. And, right. uh, yeah. So, I mean, like basically dragging my leg, uh, yeah. and yeah. And then I was running one morning and literally stopped dead in my tracks. Uh, and I was like, I can't feel my right leg basically. Oh, no. uh, you know, long story short, uh, 
got home and and painfully home and ended up you know going to the doctor and had a herniated disc uh, in the back, uh, the L5, and which is a common uh, common disc to blow out there. Uh, and really, it was it was rough. It was rough. I was um, you know running is all I really knew. Uh, you know, I, I wasn't into strength training because I didn't want to get bulky. <laughs> You know, right. like I mean, that, right? I didn't want to get bulky um, because I had, you know, I was definitely in that running mentality, and I was at a loss. Like I couldn't take care of Michael, who's my oldest. Um, my mother-in-law had a fly down from Boston to help me take care of my own child, and that was kind of like the turning point for me. Of I've got to make a change to the way I am, you know, living my life and training and all that. Um, and, you know, I had the background as a personal trainer, but I really, it was only surface level at that point, uh, I've then realized. Um, so, you know, you go through, I opted not to have surgery because, you know, nine times out of 10, it's not the answer. It doesn't fix it. And so I did a lot of physical therapy, epidural injections, you name it, I had it. And they you know, you get released from physical therapy and they're like, okay, go work on your core. And I'm like, I can't even, I can't even do anything. You know, I'm like, I right. can't even really, you know, I'm hesitant, hesitant to even bend over. Um, you know, I, you know, nothing. And um, so I Googled how to train your core after a back injury. <laughs> and about page number, I would say 10, you know, uh, I see kettlebells and I go, huh, let me, let me, cause this is 2000 and let's go back here. This is 2005, 2000. Yeah. Okay. Wow. So this is like when kettlebells were just kind of like, I mean, even though they've been here forever, it was still, you know, you know, what is that thing? And, right. Right. Yeah. So uh, ended up, you know, watching a video and going, that thing is going to rip my back out. Like that. <laughs> I was going to say, I can imagine like you're in this running mentality. Oh yeah. You're, your back's hurting. You're finally kind of on your own. Yeah. Yeah. A kettlebell, I can imagine seemed like a pretty scary thing. Right. So I look at that thing. I'm like, so I already had a chip on my shoulder about kettlebells. And, uh, you know, so I was like, yeah, no, this is, I mean, but how is this possible? So I was almost intrigued by the fact that this object could actually rehab my back. So that was my little like, okay, well, hmm, I'm up for a challenge. Let's see if this will really work. So I found a trainer and um, went up and started working with kettlebells by basically, you know, um, carries uh, first and was like, oh, you know, started to kind of really feel the connections in my body and all that. And then eventually did some swinging of the bell with no pain and uh, basically used that kettlebell to rehab uh, my, you know, my body. Uh, and, uh, you know, I worked with it for about a year and then ended up going to um, uh, RKC, uh, back in the day in Minneapolis and getting certified. Uh, and ever since then, <laughs> I 
have been, I mean, you know, sold. So right. um, I, so that's how I got into kettlebells is actually having an injury. So mm, uh, very cool, which is cool. Uh, and I, it's been super actually helpful to have, almost, I almost, I wouldn't say grateful, but had that injury because I understand now when people come in and are hesitant of swinging a kettlebell, it's going to hurt my back. I'm like, I, I really do understand how you feel, you know, kind mm -hmm. of thing. And, uh, and that's my main thing. I said, you know, you know, I understand and I am, you know, will you know, guide you and make sure that, you know, you are on the right path to, you know, getting, you know, building up that core and, and working on it. And, um, it definitely, it definitely was a game changer, uh, for me, obviously. Uh, and, um, just, a, it's been, you know, it's been a great, great tool. And, uh, you know, I, it's been, let's see how many, a lot of years. <laughs> I don't want to age myself. Um, a lot of years. <laughs> right. Well, you know, it's, it's funny. I've, back before you were born, Zach, did I start kettlebell? <laughs> not quite, not quite. Uh, although you, although, you know, you were into kettlebells before I was. So to okay. me, that's yeah, like, yeah. that's like the delineation point, like where hey. I kind of like, yeah, you know, you're like maybe subconsciously like judge like how how old you are in, in coaching years. Yes, you know? yes, yes. Yeah. Uh yeah, it yeah, it's it's so interesting. Um yeah, it, it's been definitely a definitely a journey with the kettlebell for sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, it's it's funny. I've had some semblance of this conversation a few times over the last few weeks. Mm -hmm. It kind of revolves around this theme of how. Uh, an injury can be a platform for, you know, tremendous pr progress. Yeah. Could be in the same direction or it could be in, in completely, you know, new directions. So, you know, again, uh, your injury in one kind of way of looking at it helped to push you in this direction that you may not have otherwise, you know, found, or at least, you know, not, not for maybe, you know, way on farther down the road agree so agreed. and um and it was not only like rehabbing it was also getting out of the mentality that if i picked up a weight um i wasn't going to blow up into this like you know i thought i was going to be bulky which is i mean again another thing that a lot of you know especially females come to me and say you know i, I don't want to be bulky i'm like i'm like i'm not bulky like <laughs> but i lost weight you know but it took me a long time to get out of that mentality of realizing that strength is the best and it heals. So uh, that's what, you know, basically healed me was building that strength. Um, so, uh, you know, mentally and physically, honestly. So yeah, for sure uh, has been a game changer. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the benefits that, you know, setbacks and challenges can, can offer us. You know, the obstacle is the way, as, as it's been said, you know, many times. And so it's really just a matter of how you take advantage uh, of any, you know, challenge or obstacle that, that comes your way. So uh, that's, that's important in the realm of like your own training, your own evolution as, as a trainee. But then also speaking to your point of having that uh, real empathy for where other people are. You know, because if there's one thing that's even more annoying than a trainer who 
you know, just kind of teaches out of the book. It's someone who, who can't empathize with where someone is at right. or, or maybe just, you know, in some cases doesn't, doesn't really care to. So having your own journey and, and having a history with overcoming challenges, injuries, things like this, these are also things that add to your toolbox, add to your experience as a coach. And those are the things that, you know, you, you can't really get from a book, so to speak, you know, it has to come from your own, your own experience. Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah. And then, uh, you know, I, you know, obviously did strength training with kettlebells and then, uh, I was at a certification in 2015 and I saw somebody perform the Iron Maiden, um, which, uh, kind of obviously sparked my interest. And, um, I was like, you know what? I, I wonder if I could do a pull-up, <laughs> right? Because I had trained with kettlebells and I hadn't even thought about a pull-up, uh, because, you know, my pull-up again, uh, chip on my shoulder was, you know, the high school hang where you would hang in front of an entire audience of people and shake. And, um, you know, I remember that was embarrassing, you know, in high school, uh, it was just kind of like, okay, you're sitting here shaking in front of everybody, uh, at, you know, in that awkward, uh, teenage phase. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I remember being like, I am never doing this again. I'm never getting on a bar. Like this is totally embarrassing, you know, this, that, and the other thing. And so that stuck with me. So, you know, until like in my thirties and, um, the fear of, you know, I'm not getting on a bar, uh, you know, it's embarrassing. So it's amazing. Like that stuff can stick with you. And so that was my first thing. I said, well, psh, can't do the Iron Maiden. I have to do a pull-up, <laughs> right? So um, yeah, so it took me like, so I remember after that certification, I was like, can't, you th do you think I can? So that, you know, once that hits you, if the mm. question, it starts to like, you're like, well, huh, what does it hurt to try, right? Um, so I said, you know, and I had, you know, I was like, you know, I've been strength training a little bit. Let me, let me, you know, I'm sure this pull-up is going to be easy. <laughs> right. So I, I wanted to do it with that first. So I get on, I get on the pull-up bar, expect that I'm going to like, you know, I'm like, Oh, I want to bust out like 10 pull-ups because I've been training with kettlebells. Right. right. <laughs> so I get on the pull-up bar and nada, like nothing, like didn't move. Mm -hmm. And I get off and I'm like, I mean, I'm like, okay, I'm not, I'm not going back on that thing. This is, this is happening again. <laughs> right. And, um, and it, so I was almost like pissed off. Like I was sure. like, yeah, I'm like, oh, so, and I'm like, that's it. I said, and so I remember like, I am going to figure this out. So, um, so that was my mission, uh, was to, and, and I went big. I was like, I'm doing the Iron Maiden. Like that was it. I was like, that's it. Like, I'm going to do that. I, I can't, you know, I haven't tried pressing a 24 K I haven't done, I've never done a pistol. Cause I always thought that was going to hurt my back and pull up. So why not just do it all? <laughs> right. Go why big not? or go home. Right. So, um, yeah. So for two years, I trained for the Iron Maiden and, uh, did, uh, accomplish it, um, in 2015. Um, but the, big thing is I, I, uh, after doing it, I all of a sudden, I, I just remember stopping after I did it. So I, you know, trained the pull up and I'll go back to that, but 
I, I completely missed enjoying the journey to the Iron Maiden. Mm. So I don't know if a lot of people know that. Um, I, I was definitely checking the boxes um, because I was so almost like too laser focused on like making sure I was like, I have to do this. I have now put it out there. I'm going to do this and completely missed uh, enjoying the journey on um, the Iron Maiden uh, because I was like, I, I was so attached to the number uh, 24k I've got to get you know I've got to get this what if I don't get it it's a it's like three minutes of a failure you know so mentally right. mentally for me that was definitely uh, a challenge I physically uh, you know pretty much it was it was okay but mentally it was a challenge and after I did it you know, it was just like I was it was awesome to get it but then I go gosh you know I just spent two years not really <laughs> it dawned, you know it did and this is how you learn right it dawned on me that I just didn't enjoy what I was supposed to enjoy um mm -hmm. so after that I said you know what I'm done like I'm gonna enjoy every step of the way and ever since then I have um so that was a big turning point for me in my training uh as well um and I think because I had tried to get those three movements um, and it was a lot, it was a lot uh, to try to accomplish all of that without actually having ever done it. And that's the, you know, the point of the Iron Maiden is to get those three lifts, right? Um, but I went into it, into that mindset of like all or nothing, like I'm gonna, you know, mm -hmm. even training, um, you know, fatigued. I was training every day. I was trying to hit the PR every day. Like it was just, it was, it was a lot. <laughs> um, and you know, and that's not the stuff that you see on Instagram or Facebook. Um, right. and so I'm just like, you know, honesty, it was definitely a challenge. Um, and just, um, but a good, like, and you look back and every, you're right, every step and every time you learn something um, is important in this journey. And, um, and I see, you know, and I talk to a lot of people that are going through kind of what I did and, and, and just trying to say, hey, listen, take a step back. Don't worry about the kettlebell, you know, weight, the weight on the bell, like, you know, don't try to train, or, you know, train like from A to Z. Um, you got to take these steps. And um, sometimes you just, you have to go through it <laughs> and realize mm -hmm. like, not the best approach. And, um, you know, uh, so I really, I always say I really didn't start my pull-up journey until after the Iron Maiden. <laughs> I don't that's, know. Yeah. that's the tricky thing about goals. Yeah. Right? It's like, it's yeah. like we, we have something at the end of the rainbow, you know, the pot of gold that we're going for, which is motivating in and of itself. And, you know, achieving standards, achieving goals is all well and good. Um, but yeah, you hear this all the time, like with, you know, gold meddling athletes. It's like they win, they're at the top of the world. And then suddenly it's like, well, you know, once, once you get, once you get the goal, only then do you realize that it's, it's the cherry on top of the cake. Did you enjoy the cake? Yes. 
Exactly. Exactly. And that, that was a big moment for me when I realized I was like, I just, you know, didn't like, it was like, I, it was a store-bought cake, not one that I mixed along. It was, you know, like made along the way. <laughs> so, so yes, it, yes. And it just, you know, it really, I, and it, it really hit me when I remember coming home and, um, a lot of my, you know, it was funny. Somebody like, you know, I teach small group classes and somebody's like, Oh, how'd you do in the Iron Man? And I'm like, <laughs> so I was laughing. I'm going, you know, like this whole like thing I thought was going to be like this, you know, I go, geez, you know, and I missed the journey on the Iron Man, you know? And, uh, so it was interesting. And so I really recognize that and, and, really made a promise to myself after that, that I was going to enjoy training. And, um, because for a couple of years and, and it's nobody, it was, it was all, I put it all on myself. Like it was, you know, when you're in that zone, um, you are everything around you is, you know, it was my zone and, mm -hmm. and, you know, I was, you know, married to the number on the bell, like married to, um, you know, getting those free lifts and, and, um, and it was funny because I think I missed that moment. Like when I, when I got my first pull-up, uh, body weight pull-up, I remember that, like, it was like, that was better than the Iron Maiden. <laughs> yeah. So, and that yeah. was crazy. It was like that first body weight pull-up was like, I mean, I, it was like, I, I don't know. It was better than achieving the Iron Maiden for me, for me. And this isn't, I'm not speaking for anybody but else but me um, because we're all on our own journeys. But definitely when I got that first um, body weight, uh, it was like, I, you know, it was like almost like all the pull-up demons of past of, uh, you know, had just were gone. <laughs> yeah. Like the high school hang and all that, like it like went away. Um, and to me, that was a, that was a huge accomplishment, um, to get that mm -hmm. pull up. And, um, and that when I, you know, and I, and I took my time on that body weight pull up the first one I got, because I wanted to do it right. I wanted to, um, not fly around on the bar hanging, you know, I wanted to make sure that I did it right. And, uh, because I spent a lot of time patterning, um, the body weight pull up, the, proper way it it was so much easier to you know keep going um with that pull up I think if I had just gone up and like you know didn't really go through all the work that goes underneath the bar to get over the bar um it would have taken longer um to accomplish you know um what I have so far because I didn't I didn't really have to strip anything back so I really you know went from A to B to C, uh, and then added the weight and then just kept going. But at least, you know, I was like, I really credit that time I spent underneath the bar to, um, the accomplishment that I've had now, um, because the pattern has been, I've been patterning that way since 2013, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah. um, that body weight pull-up obviously led to weighted pull-ups um, and uh, has been, has been, and that's why I tell people, I said, please don't just jump into like throwing the weight on your body and trying to do a pull-up. Um, and it's hard. I mean, it's hard not to want to like, you know, jump, 
right over. <laughs> yeah. All those steps, right? Um, and just go for go for the gold. But you have to kind of you have to definitely, um, you know, A B C D. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. it's the the fine art of training. Right. You know, it's called training, not accomplishing. Exactly. <laughs> you know, or or training, not not maxing out, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. And so, that was like when you get it and that was and I didn't realize that I got a taste for like oh my god this is amazing like I love pulling up and I was trying to max out all the time all the time so I realized <laughs> you kind of it just you have to like learn that for yourself mm -hmm. and um and really was so fatigued after uh the Iron Maiden um for sure because I was maxing out not deloading, you know, and so tired, so, <laughs> so tired. Um, so after it was over, I, de I definitely took, I think it was like a few months off of just training. Uh, I mean, mm. I would, you know, do some here and there, but mentally and physically I was spent and really kind of just took a, like, really like, you know, what, do, what am I trying to accomplish out of this? What am I, where am I going with this? And, um, and really took a deep look and said, you know, I really enjoy doing pull-ups along with like, you know, basic movements and I'm going to enjoy the process and not have like, Hey, what's your next goal? What's your next goal? What's your next goal? Because again, I would have been attached to the number. Um, mm -hmm. so I, I stopped, I stopped going, you know, I have to hit these numbers. If I, in, you know, if I don't hit the pull-ups that are on the paper, uh, like 24 K times five, if I don't hit those that day, it's going to throw me off, put me in a bad mood, um, because it was on paper. So I had to learn to detach myself from, you know, Hey, I didn't get any sleep last night, but I'm still going to try to hit those numbers. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, and if I don't, I'm going to feel like, you know, bad, per you know, you, you go through that whole emotional attachment to the number. And um, so it took me a while to detach myself from the actual, the training paper um, and going, it says 24 K times five, but I don't feel good today. Should I, you know, do I do that? No, no. You know, st take a step back, take another rest day and come back and see how you feel or go a little bit lighter. You know, mm -hmm. there, there is no pull-up police looking for me. Um, you know, <laughs> like the only person I have to answer is myself. So, mm -hmm. um, that, so that kind of changed my pattern a little bit with, you know, more intuitive training, uh, of, you know, maybe there's there, I don't really have numbers on my, you know, I mean, I write them down after I hit my pull-ups, but now it's more a rep scheme of, you know, maybe like two, 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 one, two. Uh, and I, I, some, I don't know how I'm going to feel until I actually get on the bar. Uh, mm -hmm. so that has, that has been a huge game changer for me in my training. And honestly, that's, I credit that to how I hit the 40 K. So. Yes. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, so all that being said, 
Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, we, we have to walk this kind of funny, fine line in the sense that like, um, it's, it's certainly great to celebrate your accomplishments. Yes. And in the Instagram world, it's right. not quite as easy to celebrate just the day to day enjoying the journey, you know, right. so to speak. So that, that, is, that is a tricky conversation that I think is important to have both with yourself Mm -hmm. and your clients who are maybe type A, maybe very yeah. deep in the strength, you know, game themselves. Yes. Um, and, you know, that's something that I've struggled with myself and with plenty of my own clientele. It's like, well, you know, if there's not, if there's not the number on the paper or mm -hmm. the number on the calendar, then what are we doing here? Right, right. <laughs> and that's a fine question to ask. And that's right. a fine question to meditate on. Because... That's, that's how you'll have to kind of face yourself in the mirror, so to speak, to, you know, reach that level of, well, what are you doing? You know, because I would almost rather you not train at all than to be training in a way that is mentally and emotionally detrimental. Yes, yes, yes. This is like a whole nother topic, right? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, yeah. So, so right. definitely, definitely throwing that out there. And so all that to say, like, if you never did a pull up again, but you're happy with what you're doing in your physical practice, then more power to you. Right. And with all that being said, by <laughs> you kind of taking this, this uh, more nuanced approach with, you know, being, being flexible with how you're feeling on the day to day, measuring that all against your, you know, your training motivations, <clears throat> um, we, we can't, uh, we can't also discount the elephant in the room, which is you might be one of the strongest human beings on the planet because <laughs> here you are doing pull-ups with an ungodly amount of weight. So, so we've hit like this, this fulcrum point to where, you know, the, the grind took you to one point, but then this new kind of approach has now yeah. helped you go, go far and above. Yes. So yeah, this new approach has been a game changer for me. And, and, you know, I mean, it's not perfect uh, by any means, but it's, uh, you know, there are definitely frustrations along the way where I'm like, geez, really? I'm like, come on, Jen, like, you know, you can lift that, you know, but uh, I generally, it like, it, it was, so obviously this year has been crazy or last year, whatever year we're in with this pandemic. Right. Um, and you know, your energies can only go so far into certain things, correct? I mean, um, basically, um, I, I did not like, you know, the next, the next bell size for me that I have never pulled was the 40k. Okay, so that was, that was that but I had, you know, I was like, I don't know, well, maybe I can pull that we'll see, you know, uh, at some point, uh, but I wasn't going to be married to pulling it. Uh, that was I, I remember thinking, because at one point, I was like, I, I have to get that for and I was like, stop, 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 stop. You know, so, here we go. It's, it's, in, it's in my brain. And, and so I said, you know what? I, I'm, I'm, I took a step back. I said, I am pretty good at pull-ups and I'm pretty good at um, pulling heavy. And um, I'm going to just see what I can do. Uh, and that was kind of, I left it at that in my, you know, in my brain. And, and um, I actually took, I think I took more time off in the last year with this pandemic stuff and because you know kids are home and 
my bandwidth was short, but it was, so when I do train, it was like super quality. Like I made sure I had enough sleep. I made sure I had, you know, it was like really quality training over this last year, believe it or not. Uh, I'm lucky to have a gym in my garage. So my consistency never let up. Uh, and I had been building the strength and I kind of, I, I knew intuitively, I knew um, it was the week before, which is funny, but like the week before the, uh, what was it? December 30th, I hit that 40 K and, and I look at it, I'm like, geez, like, you know, it was kind of, it was like Christmas and almost New Year's and it was like the in-between. Um, and I had actually that, that over that last, those two weeks, I, I was like, you know, I'm pulling and you could just, I could feel it. I'm like, I could feel like I could, I was pulling 28 K's like they were 12 K's, mm-hmm. you know? So I am like, all right, something's up, you know, <laughs> something's up here. Um, and I just kind of knew, I was like, you know, I haven't tried to pull the 40 K in months. So I had in my, uh, rep, you know, I was like, okay, so I, warmed up that day with, I think it was like a 24. I was like, all right, that's easy. And then, uh, I, I did a couple reps with the 28. I was like, hmm, that's easy too. And, uh, then I did the 36 K times one. And I was like, that went up, like, again, like it was tw- uh, like 26 pounds. And so I said, what do I have to lose? <laughs> This is the last rep of a 15 rep scheme, right? So I was like, what do I have to lose? Let's see where we are with the 40K, right? Then I'm still a good person if it doesn't go up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right? So I'm like, thank God I hit the video. <laughs> like it's on. So um, I obviously, if you haven't seen it, if, you've, if you're on the, and you haven't seen the lift, I was, so I did it. Um, and at the end, I'm talking my way through the end of it and I get off and I am completely like, that was probably besides my first pull up ever. That was one of the like unbelievable moments of my pull up career, <laughs> not because it was heavy. I mean, awesome. It was a 40 K, but it was, I felt good. I felt super strong and it was unexpected. It was just not expected. Like it mm-hmm. just, it was based off the training that I have been doing for a while that it kind of was like this intuitive training is paying off. <laughs> Look right. what just happened. That was like the first thing I'm like, I, I, this is the first aha moment for me of my intuitive training has finally paid off that I have, this was the first time I haven't been attached to a number. So mm-hmm. For me, that was like the biggest game changer and obviously, you know, um, uh, was psyched. <laughs> Hell yeah. And, and obviously yeah. congratulations because it's, Thank you. it's one of the most amazing things I've ever seen on the internet, <laughs> period. So yeah, it was, uh, it was like, I mean, my reaction went from like laugh, cry to, I don't even know. I was just, um, it was definitely like the shocker of all shockers. So, um, but like a good, it was like, and, and like I said, it felt like my, you know, one of my, the, I equate it to my first body weight pull up, uh, is how I felt, uh, when I got that. And, um, just that journey piece of it 
really hit home for me on that Mm -hmm. when I pulled that weight. So it's kind of like, wow, like, you know, I I didn't try to max out that bell months and months, you know, every day for two years. So, (laughs) you know, and you learn like, you're like, you know, you don't touch that bell for, you know, I, you know, I'm, I, I won't touch that bell again for a little while. And, mm-hmm. and I don't know, it, cause I'll like, I know how I, like, I felt leading up to that. And so when it happens again, cause it will happen again, there it is, uh, you know, yeah. I'll know. Like, so I have that baseline kind of set up in my, in my body and just, you know, I know. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. It's, it's very much like a, you know, you, you've used the word like being married to a number, being married to the paper. So that got my mind thinking about like relationships. Yeah. Like you, you can't force a relationship. No. It has to go step by step. And if it goes well in a certain kind of way for a certain amount of time, well, then that's where the literal, I guess, marriage, you know, comes into play. But if you try to skip steps, Yes. If you try to force it, if you're like, well, it's here on paper, you know, yeah. we, we've been well, dating for, for, for two years. It's time to get married. It's supposed to happen, right? It's like, no, nah, it doesn't, it doesn't work like that. So it's so funny that you brought that up because I actually have like, um, uh, with the, like the pull-up program coming out, there is, there is a piece on every time that you approach, like you're the bar or you're, you're adding another weight to your, um, to your belt, it's like you're starting another phase of a relationship, like you're dating again. So right. we must be on the same page, Zach. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I think when you're, I think over the course of time, when you, when, when training and this whole process just becomes such a part of your, your psyche and your career and your work, yeah. then, then these connections you know, just kind of happen automatically because you kind of start to see how training is everything and everything is training. Exactly. And if you're committed to any sort of practice for any length of time, then I think these these ideas all kind of marinate together. Yeah. You know, and, like if you're uh, a... Yeah, it's very interesting because I, you know, I, I, and I'll, again, stuff that you don't see on the internet or Instagram is even like, it, you know, with the heavier bells, I, in order to, you know, talking about mindset and setup, in order to get comfortable and make it not a big deal, like I would just, you know, sometimes in my practice have just sit there with the bell on and get used to having that weight on me. And so when I did approach it, it's like no big deal. Because, you know, anytime you're approaching something new or a new skill or learning something new, um, you know, your, your, your mind, you know, you get in your own way. And I'm like, I don't, I don't have time to get in my own way with a heavy bell. Like, it's just got to, you know, I have to have the same routine, have the same setup and um, execute. I can't waste my energy on worrying about how big this bell is. It's got to just be mm-hmm. part, of, part of the routine. Um, yeah, so I'm like, you know, my husband will walk in the garage. He's like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, just hanging out with my boyfriend. <laughs> I'm developing my relationship. Right, with my boyfriend. Yes. Yes. <laughs> with, yeah, you know, with the next heaviest kettlebell. Right. Yeah. So that's, in, that's how I, you know, approach it. It's more, mm-hmm. 
let's make this no big deal. And so when I, you know, I spend a lot of time on that patience, you know, the routine, the setup. Um, and that's, I think, again, a lot of people skip that step. Like when I tried that first pull up the first time, where I was like, I'm just getting on the bar and going, that's it. Goodbye. Um, people don't realize like, okay, you like, you almost have to like, you get to feel the bar. You gotta, you know, get, you know, when you step on, you know, wherever you're stepping off of, you have to make it no big deal because, you know, you'll go into that fight or flight type of thing. And that's what I see a lot. I mean, if you see pull-ups, you can see people, they're going through that fight or flight while they're pulling up Mm -hmm. Uh, where you have to be like, you know, it's you're right. It's like an, it's an athlete. It's laser focused. I'm at the starting line. I'd better get out of the gates, like the the right way. How am I going to do that by practicing that over and over and over and over? So, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't even I don't even think about all I think about is executing that pull up. I'm not worried about the belt. I'm not worried about the, you know, how much the weight is on me. It's just about from here to here done. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. 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 All that stuff, all that stuff is so key. It's, it's Mm -hmm. it's amazing. And it's not really talked about enough. Our, our relationship with training, so to speak, because you know, a lot of people, yeah, I kind of went through a phase where I was really getting on a lot of my uh, clients with with the way that they spoke about their training in the sense of, I'm sure you've heard this, oh, my bench press is not being my friend today. Yes. Stuff like this. Yes. I'm like, well, you're, you're, you're kind of um, being a victim of your own training yes. and it's all happening here. Yeah. So you must be very vigilant with how you think about how you interpret your training, because if it is a big part of your life, as it is for for so many of us and an important part of your life, then, yeah, you have to treat it like any other relationship. You have a relationship with your training. And if it's a combative one, Mm -hmm. then somebody's getting hurt. Oh, yeah. I can tell you, like, you know, I'm not, it's again, not perfect. There are days that even though I'm like, you know, I'll get, if I get on the bar with a bad attitude, it's just not happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's just not happening. And, and then I recognize it. I'm like, oh, like that mindset is always right. You know? Um, and, you know, I, you gotta, it, it is a game changer. Just that you're right. The negative self, you can't have like, I, I don't know if I can do this today. I don't know. This, if, if, I, if I start off my train that way, I'm like, Ur! like, you know, it's, it's not, you know, not going to work or, you know, it, it is, it's just, it's amazing what, how you can talk yourself out of something very mm-hmm. fast. Um, and having that, and, and, you know, I see a lot of time it's like, in, it took me a while to get out of that too. It's just like a coping mechanism. If I say up front, I can't do this and I, I and I don't do it then I said I couldn't, <laughs> but yes. if I did then, oh, wow, look at me, you know? So, um, yeah, so it's almost that, uh, I'm going to say up front, I can't do it. And, uh, you know, and then if it goes great, but if, if it doesn't, then I already said I couldn't, you know, so, yeah. which, yeah. you know, is definitely, um, over the long run, that's just not the, not the best, uh, mindset to have. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's it's always yeah yeah again the these are the 
coaching concepts that deserve more attention and, and deserve more more conversation both between colleagues and amongst us and our and our clientele because you know at the end of the day the most important thing is instilling a passion for self-improvement e even beyond just like strength training or, or any particular you know physical practice or modality it's really about what's this relationship what's this attitude that you're having with yourself mm -hmm. because really at the end of the day you know you don't you know you're not technically having the relationship with the kettlebell you're having the relationship with yourself as it relates to the kettlebell and and your training okay. so one of the most important things that we can do is is instill this this healthy relationship really with with oneself and i think we can all agree that that's like one of the i mean really the biggest benefit of training is how it helps you develop as a person internally, you know, exactly. regardless of, you know, what, what muscles you may or may not, you know, right, right. have popping. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it definitely, you're right about that because like I said, it's definitely, and, and I've been through this and I'm still on my journey uh, of, of, you know, adapting and changing as, as I get older and, um, and wiser <laughs> and, uh, you know, and look at the point, like, you know, hadn't I had again, gone through all of the things I have gone through up until now with even, like I said, um, training with, you know, and reaching an awesome goal, but not enjoying it. And that, that was part of my, whoa, take a step. Let's, let's, let's take a step back and really think about what this is all about. What, what is the end game, right? The end game is right. It's, it's, you know, internally and being on that journey and, and growing as a person. And, uh, that is the end game for sure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, Jen, cool stuff. <laughs> cool stuff. Like we could sit here and pontificate I about know, I training know. philosophy and all day. And then we wouldn't get to our training, right? <laughs> exactly. And that's okay. <laughs> Right. Hey, every now and then, you know, again, it's just all right, right. Yeah, it's wherever your relationship is on, on the day, you got, you got to exactly. respect it. Exactly. So, uh, obviously, uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't say that I am also very excited to see and hear about your upcoming, uh, pull up coaching program. So yes. with all of this stuff being said, obviously we're, we're coming from a deeper perspective than here's a spreadsheet with a bunch of numbers yes. and, and, and this is your program. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, very, uh, very excited to hear. So, so tell yeah, us what yeah. you have in the, uh, in the works there. So, yeah, so this has been um, an interesting uh, journey as well as figuring out how to approach pull-ups in a different way. Um, because uh, I know a lot of people, I get a lot, hundreds of DMs. Can I have your program? Like, I want to do what you're doing. And I'm like, Oh, I like, I sure I could send, sell you a $99 program. And I don't know, it may or may not work for you, but I, I couldn't sleep at night. <laughs> sure. Um, you know, kind of thing. And, uh, because we are, as we know, all different in our, uh, approaches to things and I don't, you know, mindset and everything else. Um, so I've, you know, for a long time, I've been like wishing, I'm like, okay, like I want to get this stuff out there. I don't know how it's going to be received, but Hey, we'll give it a shot. 
and um, kind of the, all the elements that I've learned along the way and I'm still learning um, uh, it, and just trying to see if it helps somebody either improve their pull-up, get their pull-up, work on the stuff below the bar for a while to end up eventually getting a pull-up if that's their end game or even just hanging from a bar, right? Um, because it's, we're all different. And that is kind of the approach I'm taking with this pull-up program. It's called Journey with Jen. Uh, and in, on the, you'll see it's called Planning, Patience, and Persistence. Uh, and so it'll be, I'm, I'm starting, I'm doing a beta round, like the, you know, the rough draft round on March 1st, and, um, it's going to be a, a, you know, a cohort type, uh, program to start. And what's going to happen is, um, it's going to have a, a lot of mindset visualization practice, um, technique practice for under the bar, um, a little bit of over the bar, like getting your hands on the bar, learning grip. Um, you know, using my teaching style to link and sync the body, uh, and, uh, it'll be, uh, on an app, app-based program, and there'll be, uh, you know, I'm going to, I have stuff recorded that will go out. I have, uh, I'll be doing, you know, live Zoom, uh, as well. There'll be a lot of, um, you know, interaction on a community forum that we're going to have, and, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I'm super excited because I feel like it is going to be, you know, a journey for those that are either have not even attempted to pull up to those that are doing weighted pull-ups. And, uh, it's going to be, I think a huge game changer for people that are like, we just talked about the mindset, the setup routine, all that stuff that may have been overlooked. And I have studied the pull-up I'm still studying the pull-up and have found those things that can actually, you know, hopefully uh, help people succeed uh, in their uh, pull-up practice, as well as really it's going to carry over into anything that they do, training for life. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, and I tell you, like, this is not a, after six weeks, you will have a pull-up. Uh, it's a journey. Uh, so uh, it, it will continue after those six weeks, but I, I, for me, it's can you commit and have consistency first, and then let's go from there. So, yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, again, that's that, that's really that's really what it's all about. And you know, in today's day and age, where we have you know so much opportunity to help people all around the world, uh, and, and we have the ability to kind of scale our skill set. Mm -hmm. uh, these these are the things. Everything that you just explained. You know, these are the things that really help move the needle and help people make, you know, real change. Yeah. Uh, because again, anybody can just pull a bunch of numbers off the internet, uh, but you know, it's something special when you actually have, you know, a philosophy and you know more direct access to you know your coaching question. So that's uh, that's that's really really cool and, and inspiring yeah. to see to see you do it. Yeah, I'm excited. And I found, you know, I find a lot of times, you know, um, it, you know, having some accountability and just, uh, you know, is super helpful to a lot of people is just, you know, letting them know that you're there in person too, even though you're virtual, but you're still there and invested in their journey. Um, so, mm -hmm. yeah. So, um, so if somebody's interested, that. how do they, how do they reach out? How does, how does somebody um, get involved? 
Okay, so if they, uh, obviously they can, um, I'm on, let's see, social media, uh, Jennifer Murphy Meehan, uh, and they can DM me, uh, or they can email me at gentrains, J-E-N-T-R-A-I-N-S, at gmail.com, uh, and they can reach me there. Uh, I also have uh, in my Instagram bio a link tree that they can add to, um, they can get on the email list. Uh, as well for more information. So yeah. Sweet. Or just call me. <laughs> hey, that works too. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So I'm super excited. And uh, you know, I look at it like if I can help one person or 10 or a hundred, uh, let's, let's do it. Let's, uh, mm -hmm. let's, uh, let's get rolling. So yeah. Right on. Yeah. Well, cool, Jen. Well, it's always a pleasure catching up. Uh, again, congratulations on, you know, obviously everything from, you know, keeping, keeping the family in, in one piece through these <laughs> wacky times to yes. pull up PRs. And uh, I mean, heck, even like, you know, through the rest of your training, like I see your deadlifts. Yeah. You know? yeah. I mean, it, it's, you know, it's fun. It's fun. You know, it's fun to be, it's fun getting strong, keeping strong. Uh, and, you know, really, and, and people are like, what's your secret? I'm like, just consistent and, you know, rest, <laughs> you know, just, you know, in that's, yeah, I wish it was like this magical um, secret, but it really is, is just, you know, uh, being consistent and committed to, um, you know, training and um, enjoying it, honestly, like enjoyment in your training as well. So that's, yeah. a big, that's actually one of the biggest, uh, biggest things for me is I, I enjoy it. Like I love it. So. <laughs> yes, that yeah. is, that is a sentiment that I have heard more than a few times with some very accomplished uh, strength athletes. So let that not go unnoticed and let it also not go unnoticed that, you know, we're talking about years here. Yes. You know, we're talking about Years. year time timetables timelines so Years. you know so many of Years. us want to hear the six week yeah uh, program the eight week challenge and you know those are you know nothing nothing wrong with you know breaking up your training into small blocks and things like that right. but you've got to be in this for the long haul you know really no matter what your goal is but exactly. if you cultivate that uh, passion for the journey, then every day is, is a good day. And, and the prospect of, you know, committing to something for years on end isn't scary. In fact, it should be kind of exciting. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, uh, you know, hopefully that resonates with some people and, um, really, uh, you know, kind of makes them have that aha moment of their journey and looking at it as a journey and not, you know, cause like I said, I, I, I was always having the end game and now it's like, okay, let's just keep, what's, what's down that road. Let's, let's keep going. So um, that definitely has been awesome. So. Yeah. Yeah. Again, it's not like you're going to stop. No, no. So, I, <laughs> yeah. I was laughing. I said, uh, somebody's like, I'm like, oh, I'm retiring now. <laughs> right. Can I retire? But I'll, yeah, I came out of retirement a couple of weeks after the 40K, so we're good. 
Well, that's how it happens. You can only spend so many hours on the golf course and you're like, well, I kind of just want to go back to work. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, cool, Jen. Well, we will wrap it up here. And again, thank you so much for your time, for sharing your story. And yeah, we will chat again real soon. Sounds great. Peace. Thank you.